Blog Talk Radio. I don't know exactly where I'm going to stand on this until I see 
who's going to lead our program going forward. Uh, if you get some, for lack of a better term, clown in there, I'm uh, I'm, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be happy. You know, because Bo Pelini is a competent football coach. He has won nine right. games a year. Yeah. Um, he's he's doing a good job. He's got people forget this. We were in the wilderness when he took over for Bill Callahan in 2008. Right. Uh, we right. were in a bad, bad way uh, as a fan base. And people talk about this new coach uniting the fan base. Bo Pelini did that. I mean, he, he was for a while there. He was everybody's top guy. You know, everybody loved him for a while. And then you know, as it as always happens, you know the honeymoon. I can tell you exactly when the honeymoon period ended for Bo Pelini. Um, it was Texas A and M in 2010. You know when he got yeah. Taylor Martinez's face, and and I don't want to get into that game because I have very strong opinions about that game. Um, okay. You know, and the Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve. Um, but that's that's when the honeymoon period ended. And it's just kind of been a slow process ever since. I mean, there were people calling for his head at the end of uh, Christ. I can remember even the 2011, and the and that group has grown and grown and grown, you know. And uh, it mm. kind of led us to where we are now. And and frankly, I think the right people got sick of him. <laughs> you know, I think there were some big money boosters that were sick of him, and. Um, you know, he gave him all the ammunition in the world to fire him. You know, the the debacle at uh, Wisconsin this year, I I still don't know what to say about it. I mean, we allowed Melvin Gordon to run for more yards than anyone in the history of college football. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? What's up with that? <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I still don't know what to say, and it was three freaking weeks ago. Um, right, and, and and that was a coaching disaster. It was, you know. And when you're the head guy, everything falls on you. So, sure. is it rash? I don't think so. I think rash would have been firing him two years ago. Um, am right. I on board with this at this time? Check back to me when when we hire hire a new guy, and I'll have more information, a better opinion formed at that time. Because I like Bo. You know, I mm-hmm. I don't think his his demeanor has never really been the issue for me. You know, he's not right. a banker. You know what I mean? He's a football coach. So he yells and screams. And to a man, his players have his back. You know, um, when the Wolves came out for him at the end of last year and even with, ye- with yesterday, I follow a lot of players on Twitter, and they were outraged. Uh-huh. Just yeah, absolutely outraged. I was about to get to that. I was, I was about to get to that. Uh, you know, the guy from Sue had some unpleasant things to say about his own alma mater saying that the problems start at the top, meaning the president and the uh, and the AD, athletic director. Uh, he had some other former players who came out in support of Bo Pelini and the droves, and I mean the droves. Um, so where does the bus go from here? I mean, obviously they have to bring in someone who knows what the hell they're doing, right? I mean, to succeed a guy who's only averaged nine games a season. Uh, yeah, as far as the players backing him, I get that. That's the man that believed in you, who recruited you, who you had a relationship with, who you achieved some level of success mm-hmm. with, um, who always had your back. I mean, of course, who wouldn't support that guy? You know what I mean? 
it, it right. but it wasn't like this is what I have to keep going back to because this is what I remember most. At the end of the Bill Callahan era, everybody was jumping off like rats on a sinking ship. You know, everybody was pointing fingers and everything. You know, so I suppose it's a good thing that the team is united in their outrage that Bo Pelini is fired. I suppose that's true. Um, as far as former players and things like that, well, we had some other former prominent players uh, step, uh, stepping out and speaking out against Bo Pelini. Uh, Tommy Frazier, <laughs> some of the old school uh, black shirts, um, sure. you know. So that kind of is a two-way street. But as far as the current players go, I I, I expected no less, really. And um, well, you know, I, I guess it's a show, it's a show of solidarity, you know. So right. I suppose that does speak volumes about Bo Pelini. But at the end of the day, he gets paid three million dollars a year to not get destroyed on the road at Wisconsin. You know, I think we can sure. find someone, uh, someone who can, you know, not have us implode in those games, because that's been our motto over the last few years: is we get in these big games and we just totally collapse. And it's it's been mad. It really has been. So, uh, uh-huh. so, 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 uh, so uh, let me ask you something. Um, well. well uh, well, first, I want to touch upon something about the old school black shirts calling Bopolini out. Why do you think that Tommy Frazier had a problem, and others, had a problem with Bopolini, in your estimation? Um, I think Bopolini once made a remark about uh, Tommy Frazier, we don't need him. Um, full oh, disclosure. Wow. <laughs> I mean, full disclosure, Tommy Frazier, I, I want to be clear about this, Tommy Frazier, uh, He's my childhood hero. I, you know, posters on the wall kind of thing. I mean, he was he was a god. He's also a first class jerk. Um, so let's oh, just wow. Let's yeah yeah. Personally, there are restaurants in Lincoln, Nebraska that won't let him through the door because he's just a first class jerk. I mean, it's really? it's pretty well documented. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He'll just he'll find the smallest thing wrong and and bitch until he gets a free meal because he knows who he is. You know what I mean? Uh, he's. That's 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 a reputation that's earned, been earned over time. Um, so this isn't really about Tommy Frazier specifically. Uh, the former black shirts speaking out against him is more about them wanting to see the tradition preserved. And when you give up more rushing yards, you know, <laughs> to anybody in the history of college football, uh, that's 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 a tough pill to follow for those guys because that's a tradition that they built as well. So. Sure. I, I I get that, you know that a big part of Husker football is the ownership that the players and the alumni have. Um, so when you see that being embarrassed on a national stage, that's that's tough to see. Uh, so that's that's why they speak out. I don't think they speak out against him personally. I, I want to make this pretty clear. I don't think any of this is personal. Uh, mm-hmm. As is said repeatedly in The Godfather, this is a business move. You know, mm-hmm. um, I I like I like Bo as as a person. You know, I've, I you know the things he does in the community, the things that don't get put on TV. You know, that's he's he's really solid in that way. But ultimately, the embarrassment. Uh, a local sports writer said he's, his uh, career is full of forgettable wins and unforgettable losses, and that's mm. probably pretty true. Um, mm. And that's. Led to where we are today, 
Now, did he have issues with the administration? Oh, I can see that being the case. But ultimately, if we're beating Wisconsin and we're talking about playing Ohio State in the Big Ten title game this week, it doesn't matter if he's getting along with the chancellor or not. <laughs> so right. it's a bottom it's right. a bottom line business. Exactly. Exactly. That's what people missed out on. Um, so basically, to your point, his failure, his being both Fellini's obviously, not winning, be able to win the big games and lose those big games the big way, even though he averaged nine wins per season with the one that was his total undoing? It, it, well, his undoing on his resume is those enormous losses. Um, sure. Yes. What's our best win this year? We won't. Yeah, we went nine and three this year. You want me to rattle off our 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 <laughs> enormous wins? You want me? You sure, want me to? Right we, we beat a we beat yeah, a yeah. seven and five <laughs> beat a seven and five Rutgers team. Okay. Okay. Uh, we Got beat it. a six and six Miami team, which I think that team's better than six and six, but that's not really what I'm here to say. Uh, we beat yeah. Iowa. I mean, and while I was happy that we beat Iowa. And it was a thrilling, fantastic game. It was not a thrilling and fantastic performance. Great game, not a great performance. So sure. um, we could very easily be sitting here talking about a 7-5 and five team because we very easily could have lost to McNeese State. <clears throat> very easily. I mean, there's a fumble deep in, our end, deep in our end with the game tied in the final minute of the game. Our guy jumps on it, and Amir Abdullah makes a ridiculous play to win the game. And then, uh, and then on Friday, we eke out a win over an Iowa team that just didn't seem to want it bad enough. <laughs> I mean, you got a 24-7 lead, and and they couldn't preserve it. Um, that could be a seven and five team. And then we're talking about a justified firing. I mean, that's how small these margins are sometimes. Sure. But <laughs> uh, if you want to talk about margins, 2011, 48 to 17 to Wisconsin. 45 to 17 to Michigan, 2012. 63-38 to Ohio State, 70 to 31. Wisconsin in the Big Ten title game. I Last that. year, 41-21 to UCLA in a game we led 21 to three. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when 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 the team rattles off 38 points and you have no answer for it, does that not fall on you directly? It absolutely does. Fair, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't want this to happen. I didn't. I, I wanted us to fire the coordinators, you know, start fresh on the staff. And none of us know what happened in the meeting with the AD. Perhaps the AD suggested right. that and both scoffed at it and he had no choice but to fire him. We'll never know. Mm. You know, the only people that know what happened in that room are Bo Pelini, Sean Eichhorst, and, you know, whatever flies are floating around, you know. So sure, that's, right, that right. is all speculation. But uh, at this so, point, go ahead. No, no, I was going to ask. So I was going to ask is where do they go from, the rest goes from here? Who could it get to hire? I mean, there has to be someone established. I mean, who who, who, who can they bring in? I mean, I don't know anybody well, open. I don't know anybody who wants to go to the Midwest. No disrespect, obviously, but I don't know anyone who wants to go to the Midwest and recruit against the likes of Ohio State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, now Minnesota. 
Uh, hell, even Michigan, they get it right. You know, and other programs inside the Big Ten, for that matter. Hey, Brady Hoke's a hell of a recruiter, isn't he? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they get it right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, right. that's not my that's not my uh, that's not my go to joke tonight. I promise. Uh, no, no, that's <laughs> all. It's all good. Um, who, who are we going to get to coach? Well, to be frank with you, I was examining this a week ago or so when I thought, okay. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I woke up yesterday thinking that we were out of the woods on this issue, you know, because normally mm-hmm. if you're going to can your coach, you waste no time, you know. Right. Uh, you, hell, when we, again, when we fired Bill Callahan, I woke up that Saturday morning on Thanksgiving weekend and he was gone already. <laughs> so it yeah. was, I mean, Normally you waste no time, so then to have it come down at midday on Sunday was just blind, it blindsided me, you know. Yeah. Like, well, you're not getting anything done today. Uh, well, here's some <laughs> names that have been floated and uh, some thoughts I have about each of them. Scott sure. Frost, um, you know, offensive coordinator at Oregon. He's a Nebraska boy. Grew up uh, 10, 15 oh. minutes uh, from my hometown. Um, Wood River, Nebraska. Yeah, I actually went and saw him play in high school, and he was all. He is one of the top five athletes the state's ever produced. He's just he was ridiculous. I mean, he was all world in everything. But anyway, he's only been the OC at Oregon for two years. I'm sorry, that's not enough. It isn't. So I'm. Pardon me for not getting excited. And the fan and you know folks around. The state want, uh, you know, they want a more established coach. Well, I'm sorry, Scott Frost is not an established coach. You know, two years is not right. enough. Uh, there's Jim McElwain over at uh, Colorado State. Um, you know, he's he's taken them from he's on the Saban coaching tree. He's uh, taken them from two wins to four wins to eight wins to ten wins in his three years. So, you know, that's that's pretty good. He's got experience in the Big Ten, but apparently mm-hmm. reports are that Florida's after him. I don't, oh. I don't know about you, but I don't believe that. You know what I mean? I think Florida wants to hire a splash hires. You know, someone's going to have people jumping for joy, and the name Jim McElwain probably doesn't do that, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's all about the big splash. I agree with that. Uh, he's also got a $7.5 million buyout. That, I mean, that's, that's hefty for an athletic department that is paying $12 million to the former staff. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. the name Jim Tressel has been thrown out. That's not happening. It just isn't. We just, let's just yeah, end the conversation there. Job. Exactly. No, it, no, it's just, it's just, it's foolish. Um, and I don't think I don't think he's even eligible to coach until twenty sixteen, if I understand it correctly. So right. you know, looking at the calendar, thinking there's no way that could happen. I've heard I've heard Greg Shiano. No thanks. Um Oh wow sorry. look at that. No. You know, we we didn't he didn't win a conference uh he didn't win a big East title. You know, <laughs> and then he had that <laughs> resounding uh, era in Tampa Bay. You know, I just that doesn't get me going. So, um, who are we going to bring in? I don't, I don't know at this time. We'll see. Uh, 
we better have somebody lined up. That's all I got to say. You know, that's why Sean Eichhorst makes the big bucks. You know, I, you, you, you pay an AD for his vision and his leadership, and that is being tested currently. So we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so interested, you, of course, and, and I'll back whoever, of course, you know. Right. Uh, Satan himself could be coaching my team. It's fine. I'm, I'm wearing red on Saturdays. You know, so that's that's my position, at least. Yeah. So, well, let me ask you this. I, I know that Nebraska has such a steep, the steep tradition. I, I'm, a, I'm a man of a certain age. Yeah, I do remember the time I was born in years. I do remember, of the 80s, that is. I do remember even Frank Solich doing his thing, which I think, by the way, I know how you feel about this, I think that Nebraska is still, in a way, paying for letting Frank Solich go the way they did. Um, but be, be that as it may, with, 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 with Nebraska moving to the Big Ten and getting kind of out of its comfort zone, so to speak, and I know that they had to make that move, uh, the Huskers had to make that move in their eyes because, hell, who wouldn't get tired of dealing with Texas? Um do you see them? Do you honestly see them in the five-year stretch, in the five-year window rather, at least competing for the Big Ten West Division Championship with yes. Wisconsin and now Minnesota? Oh, 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 you do. Okay. Oh, oh, God, yeah. I clown if you uh, want to review the tape. When we talked about the Big Ten before the season, I said uh, <laughs> Nebraska is the most talented team, and I, I. We'll stand here today, and you can throw things at me if you want. I still believe that. I still believe okay. we have as well. Okay, we have as much talent as those other teams. We didn't get beat by Minnesota because they're superior to us. No, we got beat because we got outcoached, and it's sad. Mm. And and they're tougher than us. Why are they tougher than us? That falls on coaching. I mean, we got we got a few players that I look at and I go, wow, that's a physical specimen. I mean, number seven, Malik Collins, is an animal inside. He's really, really freaking good. We have, uh, well, this year, we had Kenny Bell, the school's all-time leading receiver. That's awesome. You know, Amir Abdullah, fantastic player. Mm-hmm. We just flat got out coached. Um, and I, I hate to make it that simple, but it, it is. And... So going forward, can we compete in the Big Ten West? Yeah. I don't, no matter who we hire this year, I expect us to compete for a Big Ten West title next season, for sure. Um, mm. Will we win it? That is that remains to be seen. But no, that the bar is the bar is not in five years. The bar is next year. You know, we, right. we would have competed for a Big Ten West title with Bo Pelini. We are hiring this next guy to get us over that hump. So, <laughs> do I expect? Yes, yes. I expect us to be winning conference titles in five years. Uh, Love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we our wow. expectations are high. You know, we expect these things. We should expect these things. Right. I mean, you're, is it, is it, is it the nineties? Yeah. Is it ni- the nineties? No, that will never be again. Never. We were so incredibly good in the mid nineties. That'll never happen, and that's okay. But we can still compete for conference titles 
and occasionally a shot at the big prize. Absolutely. So there's me being prideful in my team. But, uh, no, I I absolutely believe that. I, I'm not going to bow down to Minnesota and Wisconsin as a Nebraska fan. Absolutely not. You know? We're canning, we're canning our current coach because he couldn't beat those teams. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and, and that's fair. That's very fair because, like I said, you guys have the tradition. You know, it's that, uh, you know and, this is, and, and this is another thought. Here's, let me throw something else at you. I mentioned recruiting earlier. Um, and it's kind of, you see it kind of happen that place like Miami, uh, that's used to being the king in one particular area or a particular part of the United States. And now, you know, you have a lot of other teams out there that kind of spread in the talent thin, pool thin, if you will. Um, I'm trying to think of how I should phrase this to you. But do you think all this happening with Nebraska having to not playing catch up, you know, because they're already there. It's just that they're not, they're not the dominant force that I remember from my childhood. Let's put it that way. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> oh, no. I mean, be, I, mean, I mean, because the Nebraska from my childhood, they would not be bowing down to Wisconsin and Minnesota. They would not be, we they would not be getting assets to get the big games. Exactly. So, what I'm trying to say is, do you think this is all like kind of a seasonal fluke, if you will, a cycle, where they'll get eventually like get it back together in terms of getting talent and getting better, and maybe mixing some better coaching here, here and there to not have to worry about looking up at the blacks of Wisconsin again in their own division. Yeah, um, as far as recruiting goes. Believe it or not, and I'll say it again, you can throw things at me if you want. I think Bo Clean did a good job of assembling talent. It was just our player development was lacking, for sure. I mean, you see mm-hmm. some of these players, and, and, and you look at them, and you say, I think the whole team as a whole is an underachieving unit. Um, and this, there's a few reasons for this, but uh, the whole team as a whole is underachieving. Uh, we can recruit. We can recruit as well as or better than any of those teams. We have tradition. We have facilities. We have a great school. You know, we have all of those things to be that are on par with each of those schools. Um, mm-hmm. We need. We need is better coaching, not only on Saturdays. We need right. uh, better player development throughout the year. I mean, it just. Right. There's. I mean. I've seen too many guys that come in and you look at them as freshmen and go, wow. And then you look at them as junior and you go, oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's a good one. You know, it's, it's, oh, God. It's, it's a player development thing. And, I mean, without being a strength and conditioning expert, I think some of that goes on strength and conditioning. But do you know who hires the strength and conditioning staff? It's the head football coach. So, again, Right. Um, that's that's one area that needs to be improved. I mean, we have too many injuries, and not all of that is on strength and conditioning, but some of it is. Um, and and our player conditioning, we need to. We okay. You you've heard this all year with Mississippi State. You know that they recruit yeah. three star kids, and they walk in three star kids, and they walk out five star kids. Well, that's the model that we need, you know what I mean? Because you're right, if, if, if it, for the nation's top players, 
we're not going to win those battles all the time. We'll, we'll get we'll get our share, but that's it. We need to take other kids and develop them into, you know, into very, very good players. And we can do that. It's been done at Nebraska before. Now, I know this isn't the 90s, but we can still go back to that era and pull some things from it that are still universally true today. So, I mean, again, again, I want to pound this point home. I know this isn't the 90s. I know that we're not going back to going 16-3 in a five-year period like when I was a kid. That's not happening. But we can be better, and we will be better. We must be better. Because, God damn it, we're not going to get drilled drilled by Wisconsin, you know, 59 to 24, and that is not going to be acceptable. So that's probably probably why I'm talking to you today. (laughs) Yes, sir. Talk away, God damn it. Talk away. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, dude. You guys, to your point, you have the facilities, you have the talent, you have the the tradition. Um, I expect you guys, not crazy, I expect you mofos to compete. I, I I shouldn't have to wait around X amount of years after joining you guys join the Big Ten to finally let everyone know, hey, look, motherfuckers, we're Nebraska. We're the black shirts. Hey, we're going to show you Midwesterners how we do it, how we play football. You that edge is not there in the program Minnesota right now. And getting the ass kicked by Wisconsin. Go ahead. Yeah. The edge I is mean, not there. Is the mentality is not there. And that's that is a direct result of, of, of the coaching staff. It is. And I and I believe me, I wanted this shit to work. I really did. You know, I wanted <laughs> Bo Pelini to be the guy that took us back to titles. I really did. But it's sure, of course. become painfully clear over the last two seasons that it isn't gonna happen. So it's time to move on. But again, exactly. if we if we get some schmuck in there, I'll be longing for Bill Pelini again. If we get some Bill Callahan in there after blowing this coaching search, then I won't be happy about firing him. But today, when there's nothing but hope and optimism, you know what I mean. I can stand on my stool and and proclaim that it is our inherent right to be atop the Big Ten list. You know what I mean? You're right, right, exactly. So time will tell, but I'll tell you what, that the that A D better get it right. And this has to be on the clock if it doesn't get it right. And he'll deserve it. <laughs> exactly. That's fact. Yeah, exactly. That's fact. Yes, sir. Um, and no, and, and, as, yeah. as an as an A D, this is this is your biggest hire. You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, everybody no, likes I mean, other sports and and you know, the women's basketball now, we got good women's basketball. I can't think of a I think this is his first hire for us, which is yeah, a little a frightening. Dude. Yeah, he's a new guy. Well, he's guy. been in for two years, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two years he's been the AD. So, well, you know, here it is. Here it is, man. We'll see. He well, one thing that makes me confident. On, on ESPN today. He touched the last well, on ESPN today. So, well, he got to get this right. Gotta get it right. Hey man. Some folks some I'm folks believe I'm, that I'm, there's I'm, I'm, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. Believe he's already got a guy in place. Um I do not know about that. I I don't know where they drew that information from, but right. they seem to think that the new guy 
is in his pocket, and he's just waiting to, you know, just waiting to hire him. So I guess we'll see if that's true or not. Um, if, he's, if he's not an established coach, dude, they're just wasting it. They're just wasting it. He's just wasting everybody's time. I hope he knows that. I hope he knows Oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if it's not an established coach, you better know what you're doing. I mean, cause look, if we hire Scott Frost and it works, then, yeah, he's a genius. But if we hire Scott Frost and he falls on his face, well, there you go then. You know what I mean? There's uh, the door. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. And that's what's yeah. going to happen. We fired. Why do you think we fired the last AD? One of many reasons we fired the last AD. Well, not the last AD. The last AD we fired. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, he, he blew the coaching. We fired Frank Solich in 2003, and the coaching uh, position sat vacant for 41 freaking days while he flopped around with it and screwed around with it and finally settled on Bill Callahan. You know, after Houston Nutt said no. After Al Saunders said no, after Dave Wanstead, oh my God, Dave Wanstead said Long no. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And keep in mind, this is uh, the same job that once Jim Grove turned down, the Wake Forest turned down. Yeah, that's his story. I don't, I don't know that we ever really offered it to him. That's his story. <laughs> I don't know that. I know we, I know we interviewed for it. I know he yeah. interviewed for it, and I know there were some people saying that he should get the job, but I don't know that he was ever really offered it. You know, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Tom Osborne knew who he was hiring in 2007. So, I mean, we brought him in for an interview, and you bring a guy in for an interview, and all of a sudden he's saying that he got an offer. Well, if you got an offer, why the hell didn't you take it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah, you think the Wake Forest? That? You think Wake Forest? Yeah. How'd that work out for you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're cold, man. I like it, but, but you're cold. Hey, so how about this hire? Since we're playing the game of hypotheticals here, Rich Rodriguez. Oh, uh, I, I mean, are we serious? Like, like is he gonna? If, if he's, <laughs> if if he would actually take the job, I'd love that. I would love that. That would be fantastic. Because I think – I always felt like this. He just was a bad fit at Michigan. You know what I mean? If he, uh-huh. if, if we got Rich Rodriguez, personally, I think there's a good chance he ends up in Florida. I think that's probably the big splash hire that they're looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll see about that. But, no, if Rich Rodriguez wants to come coach at Nebraska, I'm in. That sounds good. As long as he gets a good defensive coordinator, I'm way in. That sounds great to me. You know what I mean? Because the guy can recruit, and he's a, he's been successful everywhere he's gone except Michigan. But if he could win well, in Arizona, you know, he could win. Is he I mean, the coach here? He should be. I think it's, it's a very real question. Is he, is, he, is he the coach of the year? I think he is. If he beats Oregon again, he will be. That's what the answer is. No. Better be. Well, don't even entertain that thought. That ain't happening. Oregon's going to beat the pants off of him. <laughs> Oregon, Oregon is not losing to Arizona again. Not with the, not with uh, the playoffs on the line. No way. Sure, but sure. hey, if Rich Rod wants to come coach for Nebraska, I that's an interesting idea. I've scoffed at it before, but if 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 that is actually on the table, I'm in because he is an accomplished head coach. People forget how close he was to a national title game uh, appearance at West Virginia. I mean, yep. 
He lost the last game of the year to Pitt. I, I remember that to this very day. So yeah, on, a, on, a, on a rainy night in the backyard brawl. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, I that was a hell of a game. That was a hell of a game. Pat White, uh, those were good teams. He can coach. He can coach. Yep. So I'd, I'd be in with Why that. Not? That'd be good. Um, he probably wants to stay in Arizona or he wants to go to Florida. Uh, I think either way, I don't think we're getting him either way. Um, sure, of course. I got you. But if it was on the table, absolutely. Um, the the one piece of information that leaked today, and believe me, Clown, I am all over this shit, uh, <laughs> was uh, a guy from ESPN said that I, of course, was interviewing a quote-unquote big-name coach. Well, I mean, first off, what is a big-name coach? Who the fuck is the big-name right. coach? Uh, <laughs> thank you for that uh, description. But that is the yes. only piece of information that's come out today. So, uh, uh. yeah. Um, now, there's a number of candidates I'm probably not even thinking of. Um, one that I knew absolutely nothing about until yesterday, his name is Willie Fritz. He's at Georgia Southern. Who? Willie Fritz. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's at Georgia Southern. But if you look at his track record, he was at Sam Houston State, took them to two SCS title games. I mean, that's it's certainly an intriguing uh, sort of uh, – candidate to look at. I'm not sure we hire him. Um, uh, right. Yeah. Another one that was somewhat interesting, uh, Wisconsin Whitewaters, uh, you know, they've been to, they won like five championships in D3. Um, their head coach, uh, he has a relationship with Icorse. So I'm like, oh, that's, that could possibly happen. He just got, he just signed on to Buffalo. So, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that, not that if we really wanted him, we couldn't He'll pull him away from there, but if he thought the Nebraska job was on the table, I'm sure that he wouldn't have signed with Buffalo. So there's that. Right. Um, but yeah, there's sometimes you got to scour the, you know, the lower ranks to to get a good. I mean, that's where Trestle came from, you know. And say what you want about him, he had a hell of a lot of success at, uh, at Ohio State. So. Right. Um. Yeah, he and I think. Uh, it, both Saban and Urban Meyer came from the MAC. You know, it's that's generally where your coaches, your young coaches, go through. So that's scout. Yeah, look, look, look down there if you like. I just I have, and I don't like what I see. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid to look down there now that you mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll see. But keep the faith, man. Just keep the faith. It's going to be turned oh, yeah, around. Man. Like I said, it's Nebraska. It's not Iowa State, so. Uh. No, and, and then that's the thing that's as as tough a time as this is, you know. I'm, again, I like Bo. I want it to work. You know, we're Nebraska, God damn it, And you have to remind yourself of that every now and again. You know. Right. Um, the nine wins, okay, that's great. The The negatives are not acceptable. You know, and we're paying twelve million dollars to the staff to go away. That that tells me that the athletic department is committed, and that again, it's refreshing sometimes. You know what I mean? That we're not mm-hmm. accepting the status quo. That's good. So, going forward, of course I'll keep the faith, and I'll always wear red on Saturdays. That's I mean, 
that's, that's what we do in this household. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I've even got the uh, little girl looking at the looking at the TV, going Huskers, Huskers. That's that's how you know you're raising them right. You know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Again, skip the face, man, and uh, and uh, we'll talk when uh, when whoever Big Red decides to hire. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about that guy, whoever he is. So. Just keep it yeah, right. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a thorough background check before we hire him. You might want to do that. Hey, thanks a lot, Jake. Be good, Tom. Hey, thanks again. Yeah, no problem. No problem, Clown. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the uh, the time. Um, hope all is well with you. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Thank you. You too. All right, that's my man, Jake Anderson. Check him out. Again, the college football, the, the college football junkie, 2014 blog. Um, very entertaining as usual. He's obviously pissed off at Big Red right now and the, the state of affairs with the football program. I mean, people tend to forget that Nebraska, if you're not a, if you're not a person of a certain age, you'll remember that Nebraska was once upon a time the shit. The shit's mixed in college football. Tom Osborne's doing his thing. Little Frank Solich. But, and I, and I still think this is the thing, Nebraska is paying for running all Frank Solich way back in the day. But we'll see if this new guy, this new AD, gets, gets hires the right person to replace his man. And both Pelini's average nine wins per year for the past seven seasons. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. This is Jeff Brooks with the Clown. I want to sign off. 06, peace out. Good night.